0: Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore Twitter, Spaces, Changes, Fleet Enhancements, DM Changes, and more with Madeline Sklar. If you want to understand how to benefit from these Twitter changes, then you're definitely going to want to stick around. By the way, if you don't know this, we believe, and I hope you believe this too, we believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. If you want to go deeper, check out our Social Media Marketing Society, where you'll get instant access to 140 in-depth workshops, live monthly training, and support from a welcoming community of marketers just like us. Visit socialmediasociety.info. And now for this week's expert guest, Madeline Sklar is a Twitter expert, coach, and consultant. She's also the host of the Twitter Smarter podcast and the weekly Twitter Smarter Twitter chat that takes place on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to the show, Madeline.
1: Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Always happy to be here and talk about Twitter.
0: Well, there's been a lot going on with Twitter, folks, and we've got a lot to cover. So let's just go right into it. Twitter recently had their earnings call and they revealed their user numbers. Can you tell us some of that data?
1: Yeah, they're saying that they're up to 192 million daily active users and and it's up quite a bit, 27% from a year ago, which I think is huge. That's huge news. I mean, it's just been driven by so much more conversation going on there.
0: Why do you think they've grown so much over the last year? Because I don't think the other platforms are having that kind of growth.
1: I would say probably because of a lot of the current events from last year. I mean, we've had election, we had a lot of the protests, Black Lives Matter. There's been so many things going on that people get on Twitter to talk about and as a way to get the latest news on all these events. So I think that really amped it up in the past year. Plus Twitter, let's face it, they're just like, doing a lot. They're adding so many features or doing so many things to enhance it and make it a better experience. So I just had been seeing more and more people coming over to Twitter and talking about how much they really enjoy being there to converse.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. So what I would love to talk about now, speaking about all the cool things that they're doing is Twitter spaces. So for those that don't know, Twitter spaces is kind of like Clubhouse and um, it's been out for a while. It's in beta right now. Madeline has access. I have access now, thank goodness. Uh, As of the last show, we got access, which is so cool. So Madeline, can you kind of tell us what's kind of the new stuff that's coming from Twitter spaces? Because there's a whole bunch of stuff, right?
1: It's a lot. They've been adding so much lately, Mike, it seems like once or twice a week, they're updating the app because they're doing new things. The latest thing they've done is made it so that you can see who all is participating in a room when you're in spaces, in a live room. Before you would see some people in there, but then it'd be a number at the bottom to let you know like maybe there's 15 more or 20 more or 100 more. But they finally made an update last week where you can go through and scroll and see every single person that's in the room. And there's even an icon down at the bottom of your screen. This is you know, mobile only, I OS and Android, where it has like a little icon of like two people and you tap on it and you can look and see not only, you know, you see who the host is, see who is speaking, who is in the room listening. It shows you everybody that's there where you can scroll through even easier with this new tab. And when you're hosting the room, they also have it much more easier now in this tab where you can easily invite people to speak and turn off a request. If somebody wants to, you, you can turn it off. There's you know, just more robust right. than it was.
0: So they do have beta testers on the Android. They're talking about rolling it out in April, which is literally just a few days from this recording, which I'll be surprised if that happens. Um, But there's some new features that are coming. Can you share some of those new features with us?
1: Yes, they're working on a scheduling feature, which I think is super important. We know Clubhouse does so well with this feature. I've talked to Twitter many times and have said, look, and I know other people are saying the same thing. We need a scheduling feature. This will make spaces so much better, so much richer. I feel like I miss a lot of conversations. I'm sure other people do as well when you find out after the fact that you missed one. So they're working on that. I I understand it's coming up very, very soon. So you'll be able to go when you go and set up very much like Clubhouse. When you go in, you can either start now or schedule for later. And when you schedule it, you then have the ability to tweet it out, to send it out to people in your tweets, and then people can tap on it to set a reminder. Very much how like with live stream, when you're using StreamYard or Facebook Live and you, you It shows up on the platform and you can hit the little reminder, very much like with Facebook.
0: I think that'll be huge because then you can share it across platforms too, right?
1: Exactly.
0: Cool. What else are they working on as far as the Twitter spaces?
1: Well, they just added the description finally. That's actually brand new as well. And so that was a real big frustration because you wouldn't necessarily know what a room was talking about. So they finally added this description feature. You get up to 70 characters. So it's enough to say whatever it is you're doing. And the beauty, Mike, is that you can change it on the fly. So for instance, every Thursday afternoon, I host my Twitter Smarter After Chat. We go from the Twitter chat the spaces to keep the conversation going a little later in the day. And what's nice is that I can put a description of, you know, this is the Twitter Smarter After Chat and here's the topic we're discussing. And then later, if we change the topic, I can just go in real quick and change it. So I, I'm super excited about that. I think it's a great built-in feature that they did add. Other things they're talking about, they're saying that they're going to make this so that you can natively record inside of Spaces.
0: That'll be interesting.
1: Yes. I'm really excited about that because I've been wanting to use spaces to restart my Twitter Smarter podcast. It's been on a little bit of a hiatus this last year uh, during this pandemic. And my thought was the audio is so, you've noticed that it's really crystal clear audio when you're in there because it's running on Periscope. And now everybody realizes because Twitter owns Periscope, that's how they're doing spaces right now is running on Periscope.
0: Yeah. The audio fidelity is very high. In Clubhouse, it's by its very nature low. You have to kind of take a couple steps to manually make it high fidelity. So I like that a lot. And then um, I hear there's talk of a tab. What do you think that's going to be all about?
1: That's going to be coming soon at some point. They showed a screenshot of this where when you're on mobile at the bottom, like where your notifications are and where the search uh, button is, they're going to put a little spaces icon in there so you can tap on that and be able to search for live conversations that are happening right now. I think that's going to be a big game changer. I think between scheduling and having this tab where you can actually go in and search and view different spaces that are going on. We have to remind ourselves this is still in beta so it's not perfect. Right. Earlier today some friends of mine they host a space every Friday afternoon. It's like this Friday vibes hang out and it's a lot of fun and I kept looking for it over in fleets and I never saw it and I thought well that's odd I go to the Twitter profile of the person hosting and sure enough there was a tweet she tweeted it and I was able to access it that way so they need to come up with easier ways for us to find these these live rooms
0: yeah and I think they also need to make it easier for people that don't even know what the heck spaces is to know what it is like maybe hey you know highlight you know how sometimes on some of the platforms they have a little pop-up bubble that says this is a live room going on, join it or whatever, right. Or a live space. Cause I think so many people have happenstanced into the rooms I'm doing and they have no idea what they've just walked into. Right. They're like, I just saw a weird purple glow. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: Right. So there's a work, there's work to go, but it's super exciting to hear all these features are coming. Twitter DMs. So what changes are coming to DMs? Because I understand there's some changes coming
1: coming, they're saying in May, they're, I'm so excited about this, Mike, and I'm sure my fellow marketers will be excited about this as well. Right now, when you're in your DMs, you can just search for names. That's all you can do. So if I was trying to find a conversation you and I had, I can go into the search bar inside my DMs on Twitter and type in your name. That's all I can do how nice would it be very much like Gmail? Like I use my search bar in Gmail probably more than than even Google to go search for old emails. We're going to have capabilities just like that. It's not going to be just by name. Maybe I want to find uh, conversations with multiple people talking about my Twitter chat so I could just put in, you know, Twitter smarter chat and see what all comes out of conversations of different people. I think it's going to be unlimited what we can do with this once they turn it on. So they're saying May, my fingers are crossed.
0: So what is it exactly? It's going to be uh, advanced search features?
1: Advanced searching. And, and right. Because right now, the, the most you can do is search by name. Name uh, or hashtag. I That's see. all you can do. So you
0: can, you'll be able to search the context of the message or something like that, right?
1: Yes, because, and when I say hashtag, I don't mean like in the search uh, in the context it is strictly like for instance when you're doing group dms you know you can name it anything you want i actually have a few where i use a hashtag in there so you can only search by name only whether it's the actual name or a hashtag in the name that's it so this will open up to actual context which i think is huge Is is long overdue
0: Yeah, because a lot of people use Twitter DMs in the same way they use Facebook Messenger. It's the way that they communicate, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: And if they've got all these different individuals and they remember somebody told them something, but they can't remember who that somebody is and they got to do that keyword search, that's going to be a big deal. That's really cool.
1: Exactly. All
0: right. Fleets. For those that don't know what fleets are, fleets are like the Instagram story for Twitter and there's some changes coming to fleets. So tell us the news.
1: Well, so they're testing in Japan right now this new kind of emoji sticker. But everything I've seen with this, it doesn't seem that much different than just putting an emoji into fleets. So I'm not quite sure where they're going with this because I can pretty much do the same thing. It just, they refer to it as being more floaty.
0: Is it going to be like an animated GIF kind of thing? Or can you already add animated GIFs to fleets? Do you know?
1: I don't know about animated GIFs. I mean, I know you can add emojis into your fleet. So when you're posting something. Because you
0: know how with stories, like you can add. gifts to them in the animation. And I wonder if that's where they're going to make them a little more. It
1: could be. It could be. That's what, because they're calling it a sticker and we don't have that capability the way Instagram stories has it, but they're only testing it in Japan right now. But one thing they have added now to both iOS and Android is ability to turn off the DMs for your fleets, because the way fleets works is if you post something in there then people can respond to it and it goes to your DMs. Whether they use an emoji to respond or actually type something, it goes to your DMs. And some people don't want communications in the DMs that way. So they now have a way for you to turn that off.
0: Well, Facebook purchased Giphy, right? So that's probably why they are not probably having gifts on Twitter because now guess who owns it? The competition, right? (laughs) Right. So that's probably why they're calling them stickers and they're probably going to have to create all this art to just kind of bring it and make it fun and stuff like that. What about this thing about the background image?
1: Yeah, that looks really, really cool, Mike.
0: Can you explain what that is like to people that can't see it?
1: Right. So one of the best features with fleets uh, that I use it for, that I think other marketers I've seen using it for, is to reshare a tweet, whether it's one of your own tweets or someone else's tweet. And I do this a lot, actually, because resharing one of... like I'll take some of my popular tweets and put it into fleets. And I I make a habit of doing this every day. And I'll also take other people's tweets and put them in there because it's a way to give it new life and give it a whole new 24-hour clock where people will see it. And I've actually gotten... Great number of views in there, more so than most of my Instagram stories. So what they're doing with this new feature, and it's only being tested right now, is it's just for when you're resharing a t- fleets, you can, you know, do a, you can put a video in there, you can take a picture, you can do, you know, very much like Instagram stories and Facebook stories, but this is specifically for when you're resharing a tweet. They're coming up with this interesting way where When it comes up, there's a background and you can actually change the color of the background. But this new feature will be the ability to put a photo or a video behind that as a background. And I've seen some examples of this online when some of these articles.
0: It sounds kind of cool maybe to draw some attention. Yeah. Because if you have a text only tweet and it's not very attractive because it's just text, you can create that background thing to make it look cool, right?
1: Yeah, and give it more context. So that's what some people are doing in some of these places that have access to it. And it looks like it's gonna be really cool. Very cool. All
0: right. There is a ton of other news from Twitter. So go ahead and start breaking it down because we've got a whole bunch of things here, right?
1: We got a lot of things to talk about. This this new auto block feature sounds really great. I'm so glad they're coming up with something like this. Where basically it's gonna be a safety mode. So when you have people on Twitter that are just always breaking the rules, it'll, there'll be a way for it. It's not out yet, but there'll be a way for us to just check it off. And so if people are like that on Twitter, guess what? They're automatically blocked from you. So you won't even see I it feel ever. like this
0: is so good, especially for spammers that keep tagging yeah. you and stuff. This has existed with a lot of the third-party apps for a long time, but it hasn't existed with the main Twitter app, I think is what it is, right? Yeah. So that's going to be good, but it's also going to be important for marketers to pay attention because if people start blocking you. I would imagine that data is going to get reported right back to Twitter now, right? Because they're going to be like, Hey, and they might end up just shutting you down. I would imagine. Right. I mean, that's going to be important for marketers to be careful about the way that they do, especially with all these automation tools and stuff on Twitter that can make it really easy for you to automatically generate tweets and stuff. That's just going to probably come to a grinding halt. Don't you think?
1: Probably so. I imagine that's what we're going to see happen out of this. And, and also, in addition to automatically blocking, it can also automatically mute people that are being you know, that normally are offensive in their tweets or yeah. using certain words and things like that. You know, you can just tap a button and they will disappear.
0: That is going to so clean up the Twitter Twitter, Twitter ecosystem. I'm excited about that.
1: It'll just be a toggle that you can turn on. And yeah, that needs to come sooner rather than later. Do
0: you think it's going to be a manual thing or do you think that abusive people just won't even like it's a checkbox and Twitter knows the people that act like this and you just won't even see it at all? Or do you think you'll have to like tag them? What are your thoughts on that?
1: They're saying it's just going to be a toggle and it's just going to remove all of this out of there. So you won't ever see it at all.
0: Wow. That's like an instant house cleaning kind of thing. You it know?
1: really is. It really that's is. Cool. So that's going to be really interesting to see, especially when things get really heated up like yeah. during election time, things were so heated sure. on both sides and having this kind of functionality, I think can just be so welcoming during a time like that.
0: Now this next news is going to shock some people. Go ahead and tell everybody about what this is with the embedded stuff.
1: Well, it's a feature that hardly anyone uses, Mike. They have these embed features for that they're retiring for like likes, these collections. Collections is something nobody uses. It was something in TweetDeck I I saw years ago that most people have never even heard of, but then also for moments. And I'm sure some marketers are using this for their clients. So they should go take a look at this because it's a way for you to embed these tweets onto a website. And they're finding that a lot of these are not being utilized like moments, for example. Now I still use moments very actively. I use it as a recap for my weekly Twitter chat, but I'm not embedding it on my website. If I was Mike, That's going away. So, uh, that's going to happen June 23rd uh, of this year. They're going to remove that functionality.
0: What about for people that embed the entire Twitter thing?
1: That stays. Okay, because that's the
0: part I was confused about. Okay. They're
1: not going to retire uh, profiles. And those list timelines or okay. listen timelines, those are all going to stay. Okay. And and just so people know, because this is something you cannot easily find on Twitter, and some people maybe going or listening to this are going, I didn't even know I could embed mm. certain tweets on there. Go to publish.twitter.com. And, and bookmark that site because you might end up using it quite a bit. But that's where you go to set up these embeds. And all you do is put in a URL. So if you want to share, say, one of your... It has to be a public list. Whatever it is it has to be public, whether it's a public uh, Twitter accounts, uh, a list that's public. If it's a private list, it won't work. But let's say you have a really great public Twitter list and you want to have those tweets seen in order the way you see it when you go to your list, but on a website, you would go to this uh, publish.twitter.com and put the URL in there for that particular list and it will generate the code for you to put on your website.
0: Okay, this next question is about super follows. Like what the heck is super follows? Help everybody understand what this is.
1: Yeah. People are like trying to figure out like, what, I got to pay for tweets now. And so there's been a lot of discussion about this. So Twitter is, let's face it, they're trying to come up with ways to bring in revenue for themselves. But what's great about this is, you know, who knows, once it comes out, we'll see which way it goes, but it'll be a way to not only bring revenue for Twitter, but revenue for creators. I think of it as like Patreon. So for those that are familiar with Patreon. Or if you're not familiar with Patreon, actually talk about that way. It's a lot like Kickstarter, but instead of you just donating money once for a cause or for whatever, you know, is popular with musicians and artists. And so is Patreon, it's an ongoing, you pay a monthly amount to help support whatever causes.
0: Okay. So just so I understand. So let's say I have a big active community on Twitter. Uh-huh. I can say for X dollars a month, you're going to get what? Exclusive content? Is that the idea? Yes. And it's all delivered on Twitter?
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be strictly through Twitter. So you'll still do your normal tweets. You'll still have all your usual stuff. But then there'll be this extra layer where people pay and they're throwing out. They're not saying exactly what the numbers will be, but they're saying like in an example, they show $4.99 a month. And then you can just give out additional content, like really for like super fans. So you can build a community around this group and make money off of it because what a lot of creators do is they go do this through Patreon. So how great would it be to not have to leave the Twitter platform and just have it all in house? You know, last time I was on, we talked about them buying uh, Review, that that newsletter right. site, and I see that part of it really working well with having a subscription fee. They're not real clear yet with this; it still is not out yet. I mean, they're not sharing that much about it. But when they're saying, oh pay for tweets. People are like up in arms, like I'm not paying to see anybody's tweets. But I think really the way they should be framing it is more around a newsletter and around a community, around groups They're talking about having a groups feature now, which I can see all that tying into a monthly fee mm where you get a lot more out of just someone's Twitter feed.
0: Do you know anything about what this groups feature might look like? Have you heard anything about it? Like what, what is the deal with the groups thing? Cause that sounds fascinating to me because Facebook is dominating with groups right now.
1: Right. It's, it looks really interesting. I mean, they have some mock-up screenshots and some of the articles I've seen about it. And it looks like it's going to be very similar to what Facebook groups is where huh. there'll be a community built around a topic. It could be a hashtag. I mean, when this becomes available, I'll definitely experiment with this with my Twitter smarter hashtag because I have a whole community built around that. And it'll be interesting to see like how that would work to draw people in and being able to connect with them in a whole new way. But you're staying on the Twitter platform, just like how spaces is becoming so popular because you don't have to leave to go somewhere else to have an audio conversation. It looks a lot like now that Twitter is trying to keep everything in house, this new newsletter feature. And now they're talking about groups
0: did they get like a new somebody at the top? Because I can't even remember the last time I've seen this much innovation coming out of them. Do you have any idea why this is happening?
1: I think this all stems from them trying to find new ways to bring in revenue and to keep people you know, using Twitter. Yeah, People are so excited about Twitter these days because there's just so much excitement with all these new features right. and, and what's to come as well that we keep hearing about. So it, it's interesting for sure.
0: So the next news item is about image previews. Talk to us about this because this is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about this, Mike, because there's nothing worse than posting a picture in a tweet and it does not crop properly. And we all know that there's some specific specs you can follow. But let's face it, we're not always following specs when we're taking pictures with our phone. I mean, many right, times right. we have vertical pictures, right? <laughs> right, right. And um, they have this great example in one of the articles I've read where you see this, you know, in the tweet it's this beautiful photo of like a lake and, and the sky and it's beautiful. But when you see the whole thing that's vertical, there's actually a dog and a boat. And that seems to be what it was mostly about was the dog, not the sky.
0: Yeah, because it randomly picks a piece of it and makes it 16 by 9. So this preview thing allowed the image to show up no matter what the dimensionality of the image is. Is that what I'm hearing you say?
1: That's what they're talking about to give us this ability because right now they're cropping images no matter what size you you put into it because they're, they're just trying to make it fit into the timeline well. But what they're starting to see now is that in doing that, kind of missing the boat with some of these images because the images don't lay out properly that way. And it's it's always been a big frustration for me as a digital marketer where I'll have this great photo I want to share, but they cropped it in such a bizarre way that they either need to give us the full photo or let us crop it. And my understanding is, is that, that they might let us crop it ourselves, which would be great if we don't want it to be a full photo.
0: Sounds a little bit like Instagram, you know, when you post uh, to Instagram, it defaults to the square thing, but you can override it and say you want it to be vertical or horizontal.
1: Well, and actually though, when you do, okay, when you go compose a tweet and you do put a photo up, there is a crop setting in there, but it doesn't let you move things around. It's really just changing the dimensions. And so it'll just like kind of change it from maybe a square. It wants it really to be more of, you know, their specs to fit in there. So I've played with it many times and it never works properly, not to the way I want it to be. So what they're talking about now is definitely the best option to give us more flexibility and especially creatives, you know, photographers that are putting out content on there. It is really going to open it up where we're going to really see photos the way we're supposed to be seeing them.
0: Speaking of creatives, Twitter is testing something to do with YouTube. I guess right now, when you tweet a YouTube video, it takes you over to YouTube, right? Yes. What are they thinking of doing here with this testing?
1: They're testing the ability for us to watch the video in the tweet, a YouTube video in the tweet and not leave Twitter, which I think is great. There's nothing worse than having to be forced to leave and go somewhere else yeah. to view something. So I'm really excited about this. I think marketers should be super thrilled that that this is what they're planning to do because this is this is big for us.
0: I think that's really big. I kind of remember we used to be able to do that on Facebook back in the day. Uh And then, and then we weren't, I can't remember if I'm right or wrong, but I think that'll be really cool because I can visualize like watching the video and still being able to comment below it while you're watching the video. Right. Wouldn't that be cool?
1: Right. Exactly. There's so much more you can, more flexibility.
0: You're commenting on Twitter instead of on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. Very, very fascinating.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, Madeline, this has been a really awesome rundown of a lot of things that are going on with Twitter. If people want to follow you on Twitter and elsewhere, where do you want to send them?
1: Yeah, definitely come meet me over on Twitter and, and shoot me a, a tweet or a DM at Madeline Sklar. Since I have an unusual name, I'm very easy to find, scholar.com as well. And uh, let me know what you thought of this episode.
0: Yeah, and if you're uh, listening to the podcast, it's S-K-L-A-R is how you spell the last name. And folks, don't forget to check out the Social Media Marketing Society at socialmediasociety.info. And also, if you want to listen to another show... Be sure to check out my social media marketing podcast. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decision. Thanks everyone for joining us. See you next time.
1: The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social
0: media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.